Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of the Jar Media Podcast. Today, it is episode 195, and we are joined with, by, Jamie, and your boy, Alex. And today, so, to start off this show, patrons, Oh, that's what we do first, right? I just want to say a lovely thank you to all the Jar Media Patreons out there for helping support the show and making it as exciting as it, it can be. Now, do you know what, boys? I want to know, what, what have you been consuming this last week? Because I... Loads. I've been consuming a lot. You have? Yeah. I've been doing something quite different. And I've actually been watching normal TV. Normal. When you say normal TV, do you mean actual TV or like? Uh, I mean, I mean Netflix. But that for me is now quite... that is now normal TV. Yeah, yeah. But for what, me, what have you watched on Netflix? I started this uh, quite small show that I don't think many people know about. It's called uh, Peaky Blinders. How is it? I've only seen the first episode and I liked it, but I never continued for some reason. Really great. I'm having a really good time. You know, it's short, six six episodes a season. Yeah, when I saw that the whole season's only six episodes, I was like, ooh, that's like a big alluring factor to me. Because mm. when long, I see those, those like 20 episode long seasons, it, it's kind of a put off for me. The the settings is super interesting, you know, post-World War One. Yeah, I, I should have um, recommended it to you ages ago because like it's totally your yeah. kind of thing. How much of it have you seen, Jim? I've seen three seasons, maybe four. Oh, really? Yeah. So you've seen the majority of it? Yeah. Is yeah. it really good? I I really liked it, but, like, I just sort of couldn't keep up. What happened was um, the fourth season, I think, came out. And, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> but it came out, like, on TV TV first. Right. And it wasn't until, like, a year later that it came out to Netflix. Okay. And basically, um, at that point, I'd forgotten the whole story. Right. So I need to watch it again, and then through the season that finally came out on Netflix. I see, I see. Well, James being so into it has kind of encouraged me. I, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't have a series at the moment, aside from The Mandalorian, which we might talk about in a sec, but... It's it's really well made. It's super... The, the production I, is crazy. Yeah, it's so good, and the, the music, and all the... It's so good. It's so gripping, and I, I'm absolutely loving it. So if you want a show that is quite short and sucks you in, I'd recommend it. It's quite good. It's really unique in its setting, and it's worth picking mm. up. And Killian Murphy is awesome. Oh, yeah. he's, he's he, Just the main draw is him. He's so good in it. Yeah, it's intense. Love it. Uh, yeah, so The Mandalorian, we might as well quickly mention. At the heard. time of us recording this, we've seen three episodes. Um... And it's the most, like, it's the most Star Wars feeling thing um, I've seen since... Star Wars? Since, like, anything from when I was a kid, basically. Yeah. It's got such a, like, Saturday morning cartoon feel, but in the right way to me. Yeah, it's weird that it it has that feeling, but also the actual overarching plot so far has been really intriguing. Yeah. But it's always, like, kind of a bit bad in a way. But that's yeah. always what Star Wars has been, so it's, like, perfect in that way. It's, like, serially over-the-top 
silly dialogue, silly monsters, silly story, but it just, I don't know, just something about it really works and it's just fucking cool because it's just like this Western. Mm -hmm. It's this weird space Western. I'm a real sucker for Westerns, so this is right up my Yeah, head. yeah. Apart from... <clears throat> Actually, it's kind of a spoiler, so I won't say. There's your bit here and there that's like, that That was just shit. That was bad. Yeah. But. Like, every time they do something cool, they kind of ruin it a little bit. But in the in that in that way that's like, yep, that's the way Star Wars has always sort of done it. I've, I've heard good things about it. And, and as... that Baby Yoda thing. What a good decision. That fucking yeah, monster shit, is. Yeah. Best, that might be the best Dibby. I'm putting it out there, it might be the best Ibi. That Baby Yoda thing. I'm sorry, but that might be the best one. That's, Challenge that's me, right? Fight, what's that's a better words. What's a, what's a better small creature thing from media? I can't think of a better one than that Baby Yoda thing. Fizzgig? It's better than Fizzgig because it has such an in integral element to like the development of the main character. In a like really natural way. Is it truly a Dibby then? Yeah, because like... In Valerian, for example, the hit film okay, Valerian, yeah. that Dibby is yeah. a plot device. There's no... <laughs> on on the, f the warfare front that is Dibby's, there is no defeating you. Yeah, Alex is just a Dibby expert. Yeah. It's like you've got to really get your knowledge. Of vision. You just can't, you can't compete. <laughs> it's got like a Dibby master's degree. <laughs> yeah, that's the main thing at the moment. Can't really think of anything else. Um, the Star Wars game. Oh, damn, yeah. Yeah, I felt like I've been so down on Star Wars in my mind lately, um, just because of the onslaught. Just, I hate talking about it, honestly. But with the Mandalorian and was it Star Wars Jedi Fallen, Fallen Order? Order? Silly name, but awesome game. It's this awesome combination of all these elements that I like. I really like those um, modern Tomb Raider games. It takes all the best things from that. It takes the kind of gameplay from Sekiro um, kind of makes it a lot easier to digest to someone who's new to that kind of formula with, of course, the Star Wars world. It even takes, like, elements of the Clone Wars and the prequels and makes them cool somehow, which I cannot believe because I, I can't stand the prequel shit, but when it's in that game, it just works for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, it takes... There's a bit of, like, all of my favorite kind of game franchises in there, like all the Metrovania kind of stuff. Awesome game. I can't believe... Like, Respawn is one of the most talented developers around at the moment. I think <coughs> everything they was, do is golden. Was this the project that Respawn would put to post-Titanfall 2? Was this their main thing? Or was this, like, their B-team type deal? I think they have a couple teams going. Of course, they made Apex, which is a huge success. And, yeah, Jedi Fallen Order. So. They do have talent. Yeah, no yeah. doubt. There's so much there, you know, they're recent. Well, they're, they're the minds behind the original Modern Warfare games, aren't they? They are. I think they're just really good at game design. They just get yeah. it. They get what, what it takes to make a game mm -hmm. really challenging and intriguing, um, as well as balancing, like... What I really like about it more than anything is the way the story is so... Um, integral to like the game design and the game design reinforces the story and the story reinforces mm. the game design type thing it's, which i think is really clever it's really weird to look at because like the whole style the whole engine it's like you associate that look with dice you know dice engine all of that battle it's actually unreal, unreal engine 
It's, it's not frostbite. It's Shit. like the it first. It looks yeah. super frostbitey, but it it's does. Like, I know what you mean. It's like it's what dice doesn't have, because it looks incredible. But it yeah. actually has guff, not guff. It has meat. There's mm, there's yeah. something there. The In saying guff. that, though, I, I do think the game probably could have used about six months more like polish. Um, but aside from <clears> that, um, it's probably due to excellent. like this time frame where there's not many games coming out. Yeah, it probably had probably... to be released in this quarter just for EA stockholder reasons, but whatever. I'd recommend it if you like that kind of thing. But that being said, you've also played a little bit of Sekiro. Yeah, because it's sort of Black Friday. Um, the sales have sort of begun. Um, I picked up Sekiro. Um, and yeah, I haven't played much, but... I did really enjoy what I've played so far. Um, awesome game. Game of the year. Yeah, I don't think anyone really disagree with you. I don't know if it's particularly been that great of a year, um, especially coming off last year, which had some, like, Red Dead 2, God of War, Spider-Man, you had some real, like, really obvious choices. It, this year has been much more, like, f fresh stuff. You know? Yeah, it's like underplayed, like... Uh, well, games like Control. Mm. And... You know what I mean? Is it like, Control didn't, didn't smack the same way that, like, Spider-Man did, you know? No, but I mean, like, the, the good games that have come out this year have been very... just fresh, you know? Like, Spider-Man isn't a, a, a unique concept. Yeah. But Control is... Death Stranding is... Uh, Sekiro it's is. kind of been the year of um, rejigging things that have worked in the past. Like Sekiro is a new interpretation of that Souls formula, but in a new skin and new kind of you know interpretation. Fallen Order is a new. It's like all the best AAA games from the last five years, like mm -hmm. combined together. Outer Worlds is a Fallout game in the true sense for the people that actually want that kind of stuff because. I've been messing around a bit more in that game and was really enjoying it. Um, you were testing how Yeah, how Jim and I were just messing around with the game, just testing to see mm -hmm. how open it truly was. And like what we were doing, like in any typical game, would just completely break it, but it just let you do whatever you wanted. We were just killing like major characters. And yeah, it was just you know like, the okay. first um, like partner you can get? Yeah. Just went up the elevator to where you first meet her. Doors open, machine gun Bam. out, just just killed everyone in the yeah. room, <laughs> including her. And then the game's like, right, just go to the next bit. <laughs> That's so cool to me because I just I, I respect so much, like just the amount of work that must have gone into making the that amount of choice possible. And, and if you think that game is is like a very much more concentrated. New Vegas. Mm -hmm. So you think there's you can do all that in that? Like, new, do you get why so many people love New Vegas? Yeah, because it's yeah, so much time. more open than that. Yeah. I still, still haven't actually got any further in Outer Worlds. I'm, I have not played it at all. <clears throat> it's a busy time of year, to be fair. Mm. But I'm gonna play it this week because I've got some time off, which has never happened. Mm. Gonna have some time. I'm gonna play it. Gonna have some fun. Well, speaking of games, we've been playing. I've, be, I've, I've been playing Death Stranding. You're the only one who's played it. Um, yeah. But what do you think? Uh, it's kind of the best game I've ever played. <laughs> Shut <clears> up. <throat> what is it? Um, you know Elite Dangerous? 
one of the most mind-numbingly boring games I've it's ever that, played. It's that, but instead of being in a spaceship, you're just walking. Yeah. That sounds fucking terrible. I don't know, like, I've... I've never really liked the Kojima thing. Really? I've loved... I've loved that. Like, he wears his inspiration on his sleeve big time. He, like... He, there's, like, no subtlety to a lot of the dialogue and everything. But there's something about that game that's just so alluring to me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But it's it's just, like, the idea. It's it's like one of the oldest games of all time was... What's it called? Um, The one where you're, like, tracking ac across America. I know what o one you're o about. Oregon Trails. Oregon Trails, yeah. That game. It's, it's like that, but sci-fi. And right. modern game right. design. You haven't got that far though, have you? Um, probably ten hours in. Right. Which is like a a twentieth of the whole game. <laughs> yeah. It is. It does look very visual, visually impressive though. It looks like a really yeah. beautiful game. Yeah, it definitely is. But it's it's just like there's something so satisfying about like there are these bat the the human enemies in the game are like people that just want loot and you're a guy walking around with a backpack with like 70 suitcases on it so these guys come <laughs> like, like running from when the they distance. see you yeah and you like really slowly waddle up to them and just like smack them in the face or or if you're holding like one of your thingies you can just launch it at them and knock them out it's like it's just creative and funny <laughs> doubt i'll ever play it though I wouldn't being. recommend it to you by any means. <clears throat> and I don't think I'd really recommend it to anyone. <laughs> it's just... That's what's so funny about it. Yeah, it's I'm just like it some someone's vision. Like someone's dumbass vision. But only he could get away with. Yeah. I was thinking about that, like... You go into a... Into a boardroom to pitch this, like, game idea you have. If anyone but Hideo Kojima tried to pitch Death Stranding, they'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> and then somehow he's got like monster energy fucking looped yeah. into that as well, which yeah. is fucking strange. But that's because he didn't have to pitch it to anyone. He just was like, right, I'm, I'm doing this now. Yeah, so and he was like, hey, you want like loads of money to just do whatever you want? And he was like, right then. <laughs> now, yeah. What do you think about this like thing where he's saying that he wants to like make movies? Do you hear about this? Oh, God. <laughs> they want to like make I, movies at that studio now. I sort of understand it. He clearly is very passionate about cinema. But at the same time, he goes so in-depth with mechanics Yeah, to me that's always been his skill, is the... Yeah, like, why waste that? Like, you've got a good thing going here. Don't make some, like, schlocky-ass, stupid, badly written movies... Yeah, because... ...that just look really good. Yeah, because you would, you, you would just <clears throat> piss people off if you just try and tell a story without the, like, really awesome mechanical things that he... He's so intricate in the way he like adds all this like bizarre detail to yeah just the options you're able to like discover like you know just tinkering with his games like you're usually rewarded with some like bizarre yeah like, little cutscene or little Easter egg or something. I don't know why yeah why you'd want to move away from that. Yeah, I agree. But he, yeah, he can do what he wants, whatever. whatever. But I mean the. All the cutscenes in his video games are actually incredible. Oh. Like, the, the one they showed from Death Stranding, I don't know if you remember it, it's where they first showed the, like, 
beeping shoulder thing. That, like backpack robot arm thing. Yeah. And that cutscene is actually just so striking. Mm. And when the guy is like being pulled into the sky by a ghost and he's like stabbing himself to try and die before they kill him. It's just like that's why I think that's why people love it so much. It's just the like conceptual imagery of it all is quite like you want to understand it. Yeah, and he explains everything so in depth that you will understand it. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's a game that I'm gonna look at look at it through YouTube. I'm not gonna mm. play it. I'm just gonna look at some of the bits from it. Yeah, it's wacky. Yeah, it's kind of cool though that like something that wacky is able to exist. You know. And it not just all be COD, Modern Warfare, whatever the fuck. Rich, I kind of want... I'm not going to deny I'm in the mood for some good old-fashioned COD. You know the, like, vehicles in Death Stranding? Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of vehicles... <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to... I, I want to talk about this. We gotta talk about it. The the Cybertruck. So, for those who don't know, Tesla, <coughs> massive world leader in electric vehicles, you know, absolutely huge, everyone should know them. They recently unveiled their new Cybertruck, which is it's basically a fucking vehicle from Cyberpunk twenty forty four or whatever. It's a pickup, a pickup truck. truck. Isn't it? it genuinely looks straight out of a sci fi movie. It looks yeah, yeah it looks like something out of Blade Runner. And that's what he said his inspiration was, was just, it's going to look like something out of Blade Runner. And he's delivered. It genuinely does. But, there's a lot of salty people out there about this. People are losing their minds because they think yeah. this looks terrible. And well, I'm going to fucking say it. It almost looks like, uh, it really reminds me of the like vehicle design from Aliens as well. Yeah. They're not quite as angular in Aliens, but that that kind of blocky... Yeah. It's a big vehicle. It's chunky. It's large. Um, it's got real and it's, angles it's, to it, it. It just looks like it's been designed for use and nothing yeah, else. Yeah, like just practicality. Yeah. Uh, I've, I think it's awesome. It I do, think it that Cybertruck thing is It looks badass. fucking cool. Imagine <laughs> driving down your street and you're like really old like Citroen or whatever and that fucking thing comes past I can't you. wait to see these things driving around because everyone's going to look but at th- them yeah this is the thing like it's so different from everything ever from every vehicle that's been on yeah. the road ever it doesn't but matter it- if you've got like a you know one of those super like two million pound supercars yeah. a cyber truck's going to get more attention yeah. than you don't you think it's fascinating though where it's like yeah things like aliens and Blade Runner exist like conceptually and they're always set in the future, but we're at we're actually at a point now where these companies are designing vehicles that actually look and function the way they kind of do in those universes. Yeah. We're like going in that direction as like a result of that kind of fiction. It's crazy to me. It's, yeah. it's crazy. An electric vehicle that looks like that. And actually works, and you can buy it, and it's not millions upon millions of dollars. It's what forty thousand dollars or something. It's thirty nine thousand dollars, which is crazy. If you if you consider this is like a it's like a a workhorse. It's to like pull things. It's to carry things. It's supposed to be fully functional. How many seats is it? It's like seven seats. What? Yeah, six or seven seats. Yeah. Jesus. And you think 
It's a big thing. In American culture, they have these massive, huge trucks, and this fucking electric thing will just put them all to shame because it's all electric. It's power instantly. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear what it's not to sixty was, but I'm sure it's it'll probably stupid. be it'll for be, a pickup. It's going to be insane. Yeah, no doubt about it. It makes it makes my car. It's going to make my new car look like a joke, quite literally. But everyone hates the design. All the car Dude, people. It's one of those like controversial things. I feel like it's kind of split down the middle, where it's one of those that's either really going to connect with you, or it's just going to be like that's just stupid kind of thing. But then. People cannot criticize the, the Cybertruck when shit exists like the Citroen Cactus. <laughs> unbelievably is fucking... That the, is that seriously the name of a car? The, the Citroen the, Cactus? The, yeah, you it's know the one it, with the, the, the one. plastic doors. Oh, is it? The plastic yeah. on the doors. Oh, it, I didn't realize that it's such a bad name. Citroen Cactus. Just don't care what you do. Go on Google Images and just look at the first fucking image. You'll understand that it is the f shittiest looking car ever fucking made. <laughs> and people are complaining about the side. Yeah. Because uh, I've been, truck. I was thinking about that. And correct me if I'm wrong, James, because you're the car expert on the cast. But what is the defining like car design of the last kind of twenty years? Because there is a really distinct style to you know, 70s, 80s vehicles. And we were at this weird point where there is this strange un uniformity, you know? It's, it's, it's... Obviously, uh, car design is very difficult to kind of look into. It's not simple, but it, if I had to say it's plastic, it's like everything has to be like this moulded plastic around the arches, around the bumpers. It's just like this cheap, mm -hmm. plasticky look. Yeah. And it's like you got to protect the, the, the doors because people smash them open and all that. And it's just... It's about like look. practicality more than design yeah. statement, really. I guess that's what's so controversial about the Cybertruck is that yeah. it's like a statement vehicle, mm. you know? Like you can't... You, see, you can't not associate that. You know exactly what it is when you see it. Like it's so striking yeah. compared to whatever, like a Citroen fucking cactus or whatever. It's, it's a form of art. Yeah. It's so cool to me that, like, just something like that is just unveiled. And you can just buy it as a product. And it works, and supposedly. And when's it out? Next year. And of buying, 150,000 people have already pre-ordered it. Mm -hmm. It's so and cool, though, because, like, ooh. even in our, like, middle-of-nowhere town, you see Teslas everywhere. Yeah. There's, like, three around our area. Let alone the amount of BMW i3s. And then when the closer you get to cities, the more and more you see. I went to London recently, I saw countless Teslas. They're just so popular. And and it's like, I will say, I'll say right now, I'm kind of iffy on Teslas. Give me 30, give me thirty five, thirty nine thousand dollars I'm pre-ordering a Tesla truck. Because that <laughs> shit looks fucking, I want it. I want it. And it's like made out of steel. Like it's just, uh, it's just a cool like. You can get out machine. that car dressed in black with sunglasses on and look fucking cool. That's that's it. That's nothing else matters. Yeah. What do you think about the design, Jim? I like it. Really? It, yeah. I. <clears throat> it's so striking to me. Like I said, it's it's like a piece of art. It's it's emotional. It looks sharp. <laughs> yeah. Sharp. I'd buy one. I, I'm gonna buy one. 
Jar Media all, all own Cybertruck. If a car like that is releasing <laughs> for about forty thousand dollars in twenty years' time, like what kind of crazy vehicles are we going to be yeah. able to buy? Just realistically, you know, it's a crazy world that no, we live like, in. Alex, you've been think thinking about you know getting rid of your BMW. <laughs> is this the perfect? Is this the perfect time? Is this it? I would love one of those, but I feel like I would just. I don't know. Would it even fit in my drive? Yeah, I was going to ask. Is it is it genuinely called the Cybertruck? Yes, it's the Cybertruck. Yeah. <laughs> it has the Cybertruck. That makes it so much better. It's just totally embracing what it is. Yeah. I love it. Do you know what? Do you know what type of person was doing that? Someone with a beard. No, with beards. <laughs> so a few weeks ago, a few four weeks ago, almost a month ago. Start of November, at least. We said, or I said, I agreed to grow out this beard. And we're now coming to the end of November. Yeah. Got five days left at the time recording this. And so what do we do? Six. Alex did, later in the month, join this quest for beard. I haven't shaved this whole month. I haven't even touched it. Not even, I've not even trimmed it. I've left it just pure. Mm-hmm. No, but I've been taking care of it. I've been oiling it up, been combing it. Yeah, because well. Jim and I knew that out of everyone on Jar, you have the greatest capacity to grow oh, a beard. Yeah. No question about yeah, it. Not a doubt in my I've mind. tried my best, but my attempts are pitiful in comparison. I haven't even tried it. It's just fucking... <laughs> it's, just, it's just gone on, you know? Maybe if I got it. some, like, charcoal and put it on my face, you'd be able to see the hairs, but they're all white. You dye your facial hair. What colour should I dye it purple? Yeah, like blue. Bright blue. Yeah, neon. Like some Star Wars monster. Yeah. So, moving forward, what do the Jar fans think should happen to this beard? They're going to say keep it. Give them a good, like, move the mic away and give them a good, like, move your head around all angles and show them. Because uh, all the comments from the cast that went up last were like, okay, that, yeah. Yeah, everyone's in agreement. The beard it's, is... It's come out better than I expected. Because it's not super long and bushy, it's just kind of there. It's snake-like. Solid, Solid snake-like. Snake. So, and I, I kind of, I do like it now. When I had bushy hair at the top, it was just like, okay, that's, it needs a bit of work. But we've... we've since I've cut my hair, it's just like it works. It's a full package now, and it's good in winter too because it keeps. It, your it generally face does warm. actually keep my face warm, which is really nice. What do you think those people that have the like huge Santa beards? They must be so warm all the time. Yeah, it must be incredible. It must be horrible in summer. Yeah, that's it. That's the breaking point. Is when I get to summer, I'm gonna be like mm. my face is sweaty. Yeah, whereas I'm torn. Whereas like when December rolls around, if if I should just shave it away or not. Mm. So, I guess we'll give the, the vote to... Did yeah, you tell fans? us in the comments. If you're listening on uh, iTunes or whatever, <clears throat> pop over to the YouTube video and have a look at James's, uh, James's face and tell us what you uh, think. Yeah, tell me tell me what, where we should go with this. Don't tell me what you think of, uh, of me, though, because I don't care. I actually right. really care. So, and... Maybe I will let that influence if I keep the beard or if I go if I go be baby face again. So, yeah, see what happens. Uh, 
James dropped his phone in poo. <laughs> no, me? I didn't drop it in poo. I was sitting there. I went to the toilet. Did a I poo and then dropped your phone in it. <laughs> I, okay, I did a poo in the toilet. I was wearing overalls, so my trousers, I pulled them down. They were really baggy. My phone was in the pocket. No, I'd done my business. I stood up and quickly turned around to look at the mirror. And then I heard this massive, like, metally clang. <laughs> and I, I kind of didn't even think about it. Because I thought it would just be like something, bit of a metal button, metal buttons hitting on the toilet or something. So I looked in the mirror, then I kind of just looked down. And in the toilet, standing vertically up, was my phone. In the toilet, in the shit. <laughs> Embedded into the poo-poo. And it, it wasn't just like, you know, touching. It was like the water was up to there. It was like pretty much completely covering my phone. And I was like, oh shit, I might have broke my phone. I picked it up with poo, cleaned it off. <laughs> and we. And it's been fine ever since. You know, when these people say that, you know, getting your phone wet's going to break it. Well, my shit didn't break my phone. You, so your it sounds phone like a, uh, a shitty situation. <laughs> Way. And with that said... We'll be back after some of these. We'll be back after some of these. We'll be back after some of these. Dick the Head shirts available now. Check in the description. He's this dog. For those listening. This corgi just climbs all over me and treats me like dirt. He's got something against me. I think he's got something against us. It's people with J in the name. Yeah. Defo. Oh, yeah. He's a little angry well, creature. Good afternoon, morning, evening, or night. You did a James. You introduced it in and the second I, half. I, you can't not now that James... James always makes something a thing, and then it's a thing, so you can't not do it. We've all changed order suddenly. All in a different place. It's kind of cute, though. So. It's a metaphor. It's a metaphor um, for the second half of the Jarcast, where uh, we answer questions from those of you on Reddit. If you'd like to leave a question of your own, head over to the Jar Media Reddit and smack that like button. It's actually called an upvote or a downvote on Reddit. What is Reddit? No one knows. It's kind of this, like... Is it on the dark web? It's one of those, yes. So, so surely we should be telling our fans to um, use Tor to get to the dark web before getting to our edit, you know? Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Don't. Just go to our edit. You don't know what dangers you might find on the dark web. Yes, you might be kidnapped and... You might find an unfriended on there. <laughs> you might find an unfriended. Alexander Wagner is going to start us off this week with a question asking <clears throat> Which Madagascar characters are the current UK major party leaders? I only know two of the major party yeah, I only leaders. Know two of them. Yeah, I only know two Hillary of them. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, right? No, it's... So for anyone outside of the UK, our current Prime Minister is called Boris Johnson, who's like a fucking Wallace and Gromit character, and he's the most like... Ooh, oh fuck, um, mm. who's he from Madagascar? One of the penguins, yeah. 
He's the lead penguin. What's the lead penguin you're called? Giving Skipper? You're, you're, you're He's Skipper. Boris Johnson is Skipper. <laughs> That's not Skipper. No, he is, right? Because they're like... <clears throat> they're, they're, they're like... Really, um... Conservative. They're, they're, yeah, they're conservative creatures. In the, Within mm. Madagascar 2, there's a... I think it's Madagascar 2. There's this whole <laughs> plot line with them, like... Being really against the uh, the apes unionizing. <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, yeah they I, hate I communists. Yeah, so I think that's fair. So then, Jeremy, Jeremy Corbyn, Corbyn is, is one the, of the apes. Is the liberal, um, uh, yeah, leader at the moment. Liberal. So who is he's, it? He's Labour. Yeah, same thing. Liberal. Labour is liberal. Left leaning, basically. Jeremy Corbyn is he's Melman. <laughs> You see, I thought he's he's more Marty to me. Why Marty? Explain. Marty cares about the people. Marty doesn't give a shit about the people. <laughs> no, no but you think cares he does. about the people. You think Marty cares... Alex doesn't care about the people. Alex cares about himself. No, I think Jeremy Corbyn... I'm with James. I think he's way more Alex than Marty, personally. How? He cares about the people. Yeah. My, Alex doesn't care he, about the no, people. No, he, he cares about putting a show on for the people, which is caring for the people. Yeah. He's all about giving... <laughs> How the fuck is Marty Jeremy Corbyn? Explain. How? So, uh, I'm wrong. Yeah, see? <laughs> and yeah, then... I realised Marty is all about freedom, and Jeremy Corbyn hates freedom. Yeah, so... And that's uh, that's kind of all, all the all the leaders that matter. I mean, <laughs> who else is there to even? Well, no who one runs the Green Party. Greeny, greeny, oh greeny, greeno greeny. I'd vote for greeno greeny. <laughs> <laughs> who is Mort? The Green Party's Mort. Yeah, the Green Party's Mort, and the Lib Dems are private. Yeah, no. they're either private or they're um, Sasha Baron Cohen's um, like. Right hand. No, man. because he's too like confident and like he actually was a king. No, no, no. I'm saying not Sasha Baron Cohen himself, but his right hand man. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that, that's yeah. 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 No, but that means conservatives would have to be King Julian. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That works. But it doesn't work though because King Julian's like a um, he's a dictator. <laughs> So he isn't he more Jeremy Corbyn then? Yeah. Oh fuck. Which no, means that, the that. Green Party is actually the sidekick to King. Oh, that Julian. actually works so much better. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we've we've solved it. <laughs> it's just, it's like the election is just pick your favorite fucking Madagascar character. <laughs> Richard the Head has on for us. Are there any jar episodes slash moments where you find yourself extremely embarrassing or annoying in retrospect? All of them. Most of them. Um... I was actually thinking about this the other day. I think I had a dream about it or something. Where I was like... Well, it all stemmed from... I was... I gotta, I gotta peddle it back even more. I went to the, I went to the Jewish film festival recently to see Jojo Rabbit, and I, I talked to someone there and I told them about the Jarcast, 
And I was thinking about some of the horrendous shit I've said. And I was like, would I be embarrassed if this person heard that? You're probably never going to meet them again. Well, that's why I wasn't, like, traumatized by it. Yeah. By it or whatever, but... Um... Embarrassed. No. No, the answer is no. Extremely <laughs> embarrassing or annoying. Oh, it's just annoying. Not embarrassing, I'm not... I'm sure I'd, if I listen to, like, really old episodes, there'll be things where I'm like, I really don't feel that way anymore. I really don't agree no, with that anymore. but that doesn't... That's growth, though. It's not embarrassing or annoying, though. No, me. exactly. It's, so, it's yeah. only annoying if people go back, watch an episode, and then they're like, um, you said this, uh, four years ago. Which it has been, did Yeah. You? It's yeah. like, yeah, but I'm not that person. I wouldn't... Anymore. I wouldn't judge anyone for finding, like, a really old episode annoying, though. Insane. No, no, I'm just saying if somebody From were to criticise you for uh, an opinion you had. Mm -hmm. Or saying some disturbing thing that I might have said in an old episode that I can't remember saying. That I would have just said just to be extreme and... In a tr funny troll way. Yeah. Yeah. We, we've all done that. Because people, people quote things that I've said like on this show and I'm like, I just I have no memory of saying that. I barely have any memory, full stop, let alone well, what I yeah. said last episode, the let thing alone is, what I said a hundred episodes When ago. we met today, we were talking about the previous episode, and we were like, did, did we say this? Did we even talk about this subject? Did this happen? It's like, we don't even remember what we talked about. We don't know what we're on about. No. We have no clue what's even no, happening. No, we turn barely. on the camera, we're like robots, we only exist in front of the camera, and we're just like turned off. Yeah, we like power reset. down until the next week. Yeah. Unless there's like a cringy nostalgia critic video that comes out and then we power up. Yeah. Like, we gotta find the cringe. Emergency mode. <laughs> <laughs> do you know but do you know what's insane good about great about that though? It's just because where we the way our routine is now, and there's quite a bit of time before the the episode goes live mm. for people. I would have forget everything we talked about. It's like recently I watched the fucking Toe episodes and I was fucking sitting there giggling so much over the Toe bit because I just forgotten even fucking happened. <laughs> We've had some good bit. episodes lately, I'm not going to lie. Mm. There have been some good ones. There's a lot of pressure to live up to. Yeah, so on episodes like this, we just sort of have to say, well, <laughs> this is it. For some reason, one of the questions that was asked is... um. We don't have to answer this, but the question is from Sebastian Del Tovo, who just says, What's James, no, Jame, apostrophe S, James, not James, but Jame, J A M E, apostrophe S. I think that's actually allowed. But who does that mean? Because you're James. Jam is. Really? Yeah. James. It's a possessive S. Hmm. James's. No, because James. No, if if his I name don't know was. About that. I think it actually is grammatically correct, but people rarely use it like that. Actually, no, I think I'm wrong. I think they've made a mistake. Yeah, because James's name is James. No, I'm I'm thinking of J A M E S apostrophe S. 
James's. No, but that's not what they wrote. They wrote J A M E. It's just that that sounds wrong, but it is actually grammatically correct. But we have two cast members who have J A M, and then so on and so forth. <laughs> yeah. Just read read the. The question, question is just it's bullshit. It's just what what what's James' favorite sexual position? <laughs> that's it. I'll answer for James, and James can answer for me. <laughs> okay. This sh- this shows how much you know me, okay? Yeah. So you've got to get it right. 69. <laughs> 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 and James for Jame? Jame for Jame? Jame for Jame. Jame for Jame? Toggy style. <laughs> 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 we got mine white. That's one. <laughs> Blue crabs is one for us. Any plans for a live jailcast? <laughs> the answer is no. We haven't planned anything. No. I'm not averse to the idea. Although it could be a disaster. It would be more than a disaster. I, th- I think it would be a disaster. But why though? Because I very rarely do I have to edit out us like fucking. Up no, no. I, I'm. Wait, do they mean live as in, like, on stream? Yeah. Like, streaming oh, that, it. That would be fine, yeah. Oh, I thought they meant, like, going to a comedy club and oh. <laughs> setting up a jar set and doing it live. Would you Would you be averse to that? Like, no. uh, oh, I'll do it On live. a stage with, um... I'd be scared. Yeah, I'd be, f- I'd I'd be scared. Without a but doubt. that's what... That's what this is for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd have to get so fucked up that I would say something sh- fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. But then it would be funny. At the very least. True. Might ruin, like, your life, but it'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> My legacy. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <clears throat> Dig the Head has a question for us. Have you guys ever thought about scheduling a jar video? to upload in 10 slash 20 slash 30 years to either just shitpost or act as a time capsule for the channel. What I was vibing just then. Uh, that's uh, kind of a funny idea. I've thought about that before. About having a video set as far... Because you can schedule videos, if you don't know, on YouTube for like points in the future. I had this idea to like have a video... Um, prepared and uploaded, but keep putting it as far as you can into the future based on the, like, schedule, like, what it lets you do. So then, on the off chance that I died, then suddenly, like, years in the future, this video would be uploaded on the we channel. We could make it super creepy as well. Yeah. Make it, like, really creepy pasta, disturbing. Yeah. Start this whole thing. No, what? but what if, though, you did that and then, like, there was a nuclear war? And then that video gets uploaded way in the future after the nuclear war. It's like people in their bunkers waiting to hear something and they yeah, just get this that, fucking <laughs> weird And the video. first thing to be uploaded since the nuclear war is like the jar fucking... Oh yeah, what if like our, shit, our, our shitpost video that gets uploaded 40 years in the future is... It's the some, next Bible. It's the next Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> it like starts the next... <laughs> somehow through whatever we did in that video. Oops. Starts like a world war. Guzmo <laughs> uh, 7 has one for us. 
This might have already been asked before, but can we get a tour of all the weird items in the cast room and the stories behind them? In episode 110, there is a close-up of a weird science man and a Yu-Gi-Oh card, which makes me think, there are many things scattered around we haven't seen <laughs> What fucking science man is Yeah, it? what's it? Oh, wait, the science man, the one that's holding hands with Megan Fox. What? Oh, <laughs> yes, up there. <laughs> no, that's still there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the Yu-Gi-Oh cards next to it, yeah. The reason I have the Yu-Gi-Oh card there... Yeah, because it says Karibo and it's not. Yeah, it's a Karibo Yu-Gi-Oh card, but it's like mis a misprint. So that was always funny to me. Yeah, we got all sorts around here that this have like a story towards them. There's all, there's like all sorts of little details and dibbies. Rico, some, Dave, Brian. Some of them I want to keep a secret, honestly. Some of them, there is no secret to keep, though. Like, there's just... There's nothing to it. Face value. It's just what they are. They are yeah, what they are. Like... Like this. What? What is that? I don't know. Let me have a look. For those listening, it's like a... It's a, it's a it's an item. It's an item. It is an item. It's weird because... I haven't been involved in any of this stuff, like, being put on the walls. I, like, came in one day and they were there. So I honestly have no fucking clue about them either, to be honest. The best one is the... is the Nick. Is <laughs> the poster of Nick from uh, Hunt Down the Freeman, who hopefully will be starring in um, yeah Half the new Half Life Half Life Alex. Half Life uh, Alex. Half Life Alex. Like uh, <laughs> uh, I might have signed an NDA to say I'm not involved, but <laughs> can you imagine if Valve actually like I got an email and they're like. Look, we respect you and we really want you in our new... Vi <laughs> we want you in the universe. Gabe Newell himself calls you. <laughs> Rico, Dave, Brian. The best the best jar thing is uh, up there. Nobody's ever going to see. Yeah. The best. James, we have a question for you from the Blimp Fruit. Yes, shoot. Are you still scared of stickers? And if so, have you had any run-ins with them recently? Of course I'm still scared of fucking stickers. So for those who don't know, James is scared of uh, stickers? No, I'm not scared. I generally have a sticker phobia. It's a real thing. And well, I have it. I, I, I don't know if we talked about it like, in depth before, but... What a try and... Try and describe what it is about stickers that disturbs you so deeply. I don't know. But as soon as I see them, they're near me, I feel violated and I feel like something's wrong. Like, I can't be So, there. look, imagine I have a sticker on my arm. What goes through your mind? Hell. I just, I want to, I want to run away. I feel sick. Physically <laughs> sick from it. I can't take my mind off it. It's just like, I'm... S so, what kind of, so, so, say I get, like, a kiddie magazine and it has, like, a, a bunch of stickers, like, Moomin stickers or whatever. That is, like, the most disturbing thing to you. Yes. Yes, so generally I can't. Is it something to do with the like adhesive like sticking to you? Or? Yeah, and it's like, what do kids do with stickers? They stick them in random places. That just, I can't do it. If it, it just fuck, it, it freaks me out. Like I can't I don't understand. <laughs> it's like there's been times where it's just like, you know, you know, on like Pink Lady Apples, there's a little sticker. Yeah, yeah, a little circle thing. Yeah. Some 
back in the day, my family used to just stick them on, like, the side of the fridge, and it's just like, I'd walk past and just freak out every time I saw it to the point where I'd have to, like, put gloves on, cover my eyes, pick it off, and then put it in the bin so I don't have to see it anymore. Are you serious? You put Yes. Gl- so you put gloves on? I don't like it. I just don't like stickers. I can't explain. But that means so it, is it something to do with the adhesive, like sticky, yeah, I the guess sticky so. aspects of it? Because why? It's okay if you put gloves on, and that made it so you were able to touch it as if it was like toxic or would leave something on you. I don't know. I don't know. And I have not experienced stickers recently. I've been separated from stickers, but there's a bloody Nissan Micro down my road that's been sticker-bombed in those stickers, and it freaks me out whenever I drive. Yeah, by. does that mean you hate, like, those flame stickers that people have on oh, their cars? Sh- I just had a memory. For one Christmas, I bought James a car sticker. Like a troll face car sticker. Or a Pepe, Pepe. The Frog, a Pepe the Frog fucking car sticker. Did that I not frighten you? At that point, I had no idea that James had this sticker phobia. I feel really bad now. It's <laughs> fine. Were you scared of it? Or or is this does the sticker only become frightening once it's been peeled Sti- off the back? If it's been stuck, it's just like that's a problem. Is there right. something about the permanence and the way it leaves that horrible mark? Oh, uh, no. that pisses me off. That pisses me off too. There's one on the back of your own car. I actually cleaned it off. Oh, thank fuck. Yeah, I got rid of it. I can't do stickers. Just don't like the time my parents thought it'd be funny to stick up on my room. I was finding stickers under my desk stuck on there like years later because they thought it was funny. And I was, I couldn't go in the traumatized. Yeah, they were horse stickers as well. I was just completely freaked out. Hmm. Don't buy me stickers. I can't do it. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) That one sticker you bought me is fine. I still have it. (laughs) Tofu Cringe 29 has a question for us. Are you Mingers planning on making any more album review type videos like you did with the Now Now and Kanye. Possibly one on the latest Mac DeMarco album, even though it was a bit of a dud. Uh, definitely not one on that album, because I refuse to sit through it. It's too old as well. It's not even relevant to talk about particularly um, Yeah, but it also sucks. This, it's yes, not very good, no. I think with how our other videos, our more focused videos are going, we, we don't try to go into them super planned. It's like if we yeah, consume yeah. like we did the nostalgia kick video, yeah. we will make it. It's if just we what feels right. It's more of yeah. a discussion, yeah. But so it does have to be relevant. That's why we don't tend to do games. Yeah. Because like they it takes take so long to finish, especially considering we all work. Yeah. It's so yeah. For hundred percent sure, we'll be doing another album one. But it's just like whatever is we feel passionate about at the time is what we yeah. make about. So it's like, Jesus is King, we all had very strong opinions on it, that's why we made it. So in the future, if there's a an album, another album from Kanye, or, you know, someone else, then yeah, we will. It's, J- JG? Yeah. So yeah, that, that the more focused content is is happening, that's a, a thing to look forward to on our channel. That is yeah. a more regular thing now. So yes, but it might not be on the albums, it might be on... Movies, just whatever we feel like. YouTubers, whatever, yeah, basically, yeah. Be on that, we on that grind whenever we can. We get out. Here's an interesting question from uh, Keanu Memes, who asks, "I don't know if you've been asked about tattoos before, but I was thinking about getting a jar-related one. What would each member suggest getting for themselves that relates to jar cast if they're forced to pick at gunpoint?" 
If I think an answer is good enough, an all-new brain parasine will be soon to come. <laughs> that's the obvious answer, is the frame of Brian getting hit by the car. I don't feel like that's personal enough to jar, for it to mm. be a jar one. But it's so funny that it is worth it. I will straight up say this is a bad idea. Don't get jar tattooed on you. Get a jar I, tattooed. I disagree. I, two out of three jar members say... And who's the voice get, of wisdom in jar? It's me. Don't do it. Get a get a tattoo of Nick from um, Half-Life. <laughs> get get yeah. a full portrait one on your back. Or your neck. Here's the thing, yeah, like, the like, I'm not a tattoo person, but I kind of wish I was. Like, there's something kind of cool about marking things that are really important to yeah, you on like, your body. And no, like, I, I was just thinking Rico Dave Bryan. Mm, that's solid, Rico, Rico Dave Bryan. Or Dick the Head, obviously, something like that. Yeah, Dick the Head is the obvious one. Schwepp, deep cut one. We've, I think we've talked about tattoos before, and we know my opinions on tattoos. I'm like, not confident enough, and I feel like I'm yeah. just far too white. I don't know what it is but about what? that aspect that just white. Yeah, no, I'm just so white. I don't and? know. It just look like like it doesn't belong. I don't know what to tell you. You're, that's racist. Okay. Why is it racist? No, that's not implying that. Like, I think <laughs> tattoos only look good on people who aren't white. <laughs> look, I could go into a whole thing about this, but. I'm not ripped either. <laughs> That's. I think tattoos suit anyone, to be honest. Do you? Like, because once you have a tattoo, you've displayed the confidence that you are willing to get a tattoo. Right. I I, I understand what you're saying. Like that that gives you the like ego muscle that you need to ha you need some sort of like. Yeah, badassery to get a tattoo. There, it's like a statement because you've committed to something that is being permanently embodied yeah. on your skin. Yeah. I yeah, and I don't have that fortitude to decide on something that I care about enough to mm -hmm. put on me permanently. Does that show a weakness in me? Perhaps. Perhaps it does. Maybe. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. I'd if I had to have a tattoo, I just wouldn't do one jar. No, it has to be jar. That's the point of the question. But I can't think of any jar moments where they're so important. No, that like an I'd icon. Want... Like Schwepp. No, that's. I think no, Schwepp could bad. be cool, like on your wrist. No, that no, that would no, that would be like a little Schwepp. That would look terrible. Why? It would. But I I I have a weird thing with tattoos. I have a really, really weird thing of tattoos, and it kind of ties into the sticker thing. There's certain ones where I can't, they, 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 they so I don't like them. What would you think about me if I got a Poe from Kung Fu Panda under my eye? I think you're a fucking idiot. Okay, what about if I got Shen from Kung Fu Panda 2 under my eye? Same. It's nothing will change. We thought of a, a, a cringy bro uh, tattoo. Like what's that? a matching tattoo for all three of us. That was a Nando's chicken. <laughs> Couple of lads getting the Nando's chicken permanently in inscribed onto their <laughs> oh, flesh. It's so fucked up. <laughs> no, because it's like okay, if I had to have the Nando's tattoo, I'd have it like there. 
So then it's because it's it would be by itself, I wouldn't like it. So I'd get a full sleever all works into the, <laughs> the, the Nando's chicken. And in the middle, there's the, the, the magnum Would you have the Nando's chicken in colour or black and white? Black and white. Black and white. I'd have it in colour. <laughs> <laughs> Want to be a walking you product placement? You'd, you'd have it under your eye, upside down, so it looks like a tear, but it's actually an under's chicken. <laughs> That's fucked up. Tattoos are cool. Though. If you got balls, get that Nando's no, chicken on you. <laughs> on your balls. If if it's like I I really understand the really like art of tattooing, like yeah. the really oh yeah complex stuff, and I I know I really like the yakuza stuff in Japan. But I just I like the way they do it. It's not with a gun. It's There's like something about that s- s- fucking wooden sticks, and they're just dripping the ink in, and they're cutting the skin with sticks, and that's why they look so good. There is like that, so traditionally, like tribal aspect to it. Yeah, like tribal yeah. tattoos are mocked, but there is like a really cool, especially like I really like um, certain like Maori or um, mm-hmm. like a, some of the Australian tattoos you can get. Like that's. That's just cool. <laughs> That's cool. Like, like on the rock, like with some of the stuff he has, it's like yeah, it's very tribal. Yeah, it kind of works on him. I don't know. It's Are like you too white you, to get a tribal tattoo. Those <laughs> way too white. Fuck those me. those type of tattoos work when you're fucking like actually kind of ripped though. Mm-hmm. Tribal look. You need to be like. Do you you're think he had to get up. it like redone when he grew more? Yes. Like his skin stretched, so it sort of had spaces. Yeah, where there wasn't ink, so it had to be like coloured in. <laughs> it's a potentiality. That's all I'm going to say. Maybe I'll get a tattoo one day. Not sure. Maybe if the beard stays long enough, it's like this is the fucking next step. Tattoo the beard on, <laughs> then you can shave and still have a beard. <laughs> Fart night one 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 as a question we can probably end on. Um. They, they specify it for me, but it applies to Jim as well, at least. They ask, I, I know at a young age that you moved from Australia to the UK. <coughs> That's wrong. It's from New Zealand to the UK, but whatever. No. It's but did you ever have any New thoughts? Zealand, Jersey, UK. No. Uh, uh, no. Did you ever have any thoughts that your life might have been better in, let's say, New Zealand? And if you did, how did you stop them? Stop what? I don't, I don't know. I've thought about that a fair amount, though. Like, I think I would be a happier person if I I think was. I'd be a completely different person. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Fuck you. <laughs> I think I would be a completely different person if I grew up in New I would Zealand. be different, and I'd probably be happier. I don't know where you'd get that bit from, but you'd be a different person. For sure. Yeah. And we'd be in completely different stages in our life, probably. I reckon I'd be in a tribe. You'd probably be, like, obsessed with rugby. Yeah, and I'd, like, bury chickens in the hot ground. Yeah, we'd just bury chickens in the hot ground and we'd get tattoos of the fucking Nando's chicken <laughs> just constantly. We'd yeah, fucking, hence we'd be me being happier. Tattoos, yeah. That's my point. Yeah. No, did you know that's a, a, a Kiwi... Di- with that said... You know what? Thank no, you no, for no, watching. Just, just say it. Stop, stop, I'm just gonna. No. I'm, I'm gonna put Sandy on the screen. Just tell <laughs> no, me what no, you meant. No, wait, wait. So let's just say, let's change our. If we have the complete opposites of our life now, I think we still would have met. Do you know why? 
Australia. I I would have fucking like grew up in Australia. Somehow our lives yeah. would have been the same, but fucking in yeah. Australia. It, yeah, you we, can't we, you can't defy fate, man. Fate's yeah. real. <laughs> so there's a Kiwi delicacy where like they they build a fire and get it really hot or something, and then like put it in a hole, so the ground is really hot, and then they put a chicken in the hole and then just bury the chicken. And then just leave it there for like thirty hours to cook in the hot ground. What? So they don't kill it? They put a live. No, chicken no, it's in? dead. Oh, it's right. just like meat okay. that they bury in right. in ground in the ground. Right. And it cooks like that, and then they eat it. Sounds hence, delicious. Hence me talking about burying chickens. That actually does sound delicious. Do they put all like nice sort of spices on it? And I don't know. Yeah, they probably just plenty of dirt. Powder. They put a bit of powder on it and they just just eat that shit right up. Do you think they bury kiwis alive underground? I hope they didn't eat eat kiwis. Oh, I'm sure they would have. Who wouldn't? They're probably delicious. I'd never eat a kiwi, but I'm sure they are delicious. I bet they taste so fucking good. I saw one at the Natural History Museum and they're so... um... They're uh, They're one of the most adorable animals they're pretty cute. Like uh, they're one of those creatures where it's like, what? What is your purpose? Yeah, it's like <laughs> you have it so easy. You have had it so easy. Yeah, you're on this like island in the middle of nowhere with no predators, no natural predators. Yeah. you you have just evolved to be shit. <laughs> yeah, like like a panda where it's like yeah. you, you you're just this useless fucking animal <laughs> that doesn't even want to be alive. And like the only reason you're alive is because these. It's because it's so easy to be alive for you. <laughs> Dude, no. Oh, fuck. We got to talk about koalas for a little second. Oh, no. What? You know, they're functionally extinct. What do you mean? Functionally extinct? Koalas, there's been a a huge epidemic of forest fires in Australia. What? And And just killed loads of koalas? Loads of koalas have just burned to death. Like, the majority of the population of koalas. Are you serious? Yeah. There's, like, videos of... People running into the forest to save. I koalas. saw one of the videos of them saving a koala, but I didn't realize it was that dire. No, I, I read that they are functionally extinct. That's I'm pretty sure up. that was the terminology. That's, That's messed so up. So basically, they're just going to fucking mate the last remaining ones as much as possible to get them back. I they're, hope so. They're a bizarre animal, though, because for the, Australia, yeah, they're dumb. They're, they're moronic animals. Yeah, they are so stupid, and that's why they. Yeah, because it's they horrible can... to say, but that's why that's why so many died in the fight. <laughs> like they they just physically couldn't escape because they're just shit. <laughs> they were like trying to get out, and they're just like, it's sad. It's re- <laughs> it's really sad because they're really sweet things. <laughs> but, but, but they 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 couldn't get out of the fire. They couldn't. What is it they? They can only eat one thing. <laughs> yeah, like pandas. They can only eat one <laughs> thing, and like that one thing makes them high. <laughs> <laughs> it's like torture. They, they've they've evolved to live this fucking like hellhole torture life, <laughs> and this and it makes them sleepy and tired. Yeah, so they just sleep for most of their life. <laughs> 
<laughs> and they don't know what the fuck is going on. But how does that? How has that existed this long? In Australia, In Australia there's like birds that just run around gutting people. <laughs> these fucking tiny bears that just get baked all day <laughs> and sleep. And just shit all over the place. Yeah. Funny story. We met koalas. I was like stroking a koala and a picture was taken with me in this koala. And as I was, as as the picture was taken, the koala decided to take a shit. <laughs> so in the picture, there's like child me with a burnt hand, with my hand on this koala, and there's a shit half hanging out of its arse. <laughs> and that really pissed me so off when good. I was a kid. They are super cute though. They're generally really cute animals. Yeah, with their big big noses. Well, well, well. To end this, all I say is, uh, are we a kiwi? If you know what I mean. What, a kiwi okay. fruit? No, don't I. I ate a kiwi fruit recently. What do you mean? Delicious. Are you saying, like, you want to lick a woman from New Zealand? Why the fuck did you say it like that? <laughs> you want to lick a woman from New Zealand? <laughs> How would you say it? What's the like, say, eloquent way of saying I'd it? I'd say, wait, what? You, you, want to eat, <laughs> you want to lick a woman from New Zealand? That's what I'd say. That sounds even weirder <laughs> to me. <laughs> so if you're a woman from New Zealand who wants to be licked, hit up uh, James. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, that's the end of the Jarcast episode 195. <laughs> <laughs> it's the beard. What can I say? <laughs>